Guys and Beyond. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Mike. What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, March 1st, and another episode of our show. The big show. Hailing from Columbus, Ohio. Looking live. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we've got some stuff to cover today. Some Buckeye basketball, combine stuff. Yeah, combines, you know, it is what it is. That's... It's fun for about three days, and then you completely forget about it, and it's just... Yeah. It's it, it's such a weird thing, because it's such a big... In fact, I think they've moved it into prime time this week, so... It's I like, know, that's it's, kind of weird. It's kind of like... Yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of weird. They're trying to make it such a really big deal now, and it, really, when you think about it, what the hell is it? It's not even that big of a deal, but, I mean... They, you know, but there's no real football right now except for the new yeah. league. So they have to find something to put on TV. Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> we can start there since yeah, sure. Since yeah, you know, we fine. started talking about it. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So like Thursday was offensive linemen and running backs, and as far as the Buckeyes, J.K. Dobbins, he sat sat out for these drills. Yeah. It, some of these guys, it's just like I don't know. Look at the tape. Like yeah, you know, it's like some. I mean, I mean, I think I think he doesn't really have that many question marks. So no, I the only thing I would have any, wanted to see him yeah. do is probably run the forty. But yeah. I mean, you know, you don't really gauge that much. I don't think because see, here's my take on the combine and the forty and all that stuff. Most of these guys like Dobbins or the big time quarterbacks, they don't really compete at at the combine because. It's totally unscripted. They're thrown to guys who they don't know. Most of them want to wait until they have their own pro day so they can have it scripted, throw to guys who they actually do know because it really increases their chances of doing a whole lot better. If you're throwing or running at, at, the, at, at the combine, it's just it's almost anything can happen that you are not really... Um, that you're not really prepared for. So it's, I understand why they don't do it. I would just like to really see, see guys just do it unscripted so that, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's, <clears throat> I mean, there's really like not that much difference between a 4-4 and a 4-5. I mean, really, no, I mean, there's not. I mean, you're running 40, 50 yards down the field, it'll be just like a, a not even, I mean, really, uh, not even like a body length behind them. I guess no. it's. I mean, it's, it's like snap, snap. I mean, you know, it's like yeah, a tenth no. of a second. You know, the forty-yard dash is a little bit overrated, anyway. You know, guys make such a big deal of it. Like they made a big deal because Rugs ran what, like a four-two something. Yeah, four-two-seven, which yeah. was expected. Yeah, but I mean, it's great, but it doesn't really. I mean. It's hard to really explain as to why it's not a big deal. Just if you actually know football, you understand why it's not such a big deal. So, yeah, um, Ruggs had this. I saw some of his high school basketball tape. Oh yeah. Oh man, really? It was, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. could have played then, huh? Some uh, high school basketball. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just saw him dunking uh, down the lane. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was pretty good. I mean, yeah. he's he pretty pretty aggressive going to the rim, and. Uh, yeah, he was just dunking all over everybody. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, it's funny, the 40-yard dash, because if you look at the fastest ever, there's a lot of busts on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and like... <laughs> John Ross, for one, who isn't really a bust yet, but he's sort of getting there. Yeah, he had an injury, and like the jury's still out. I yeah. Mean, he was a 2017 pick. Yeah, so... So, I think... I don't know if he got injured his rookie year. I don't remember. He's been injured like a little bit of both his first two years. Yeah. He's yeah. He's still kind of jury still out on him. He ran what though? I mean, four two two. Yeah. So, yeah. I I always heard that Joey Galloway ran a four one seven. I don't remember what he ran. It's been but so. But then long. nobody has that document. It's like maybe that was like super unofficial or something. Yeah. And it's probably just like, at like the like pro a, day. It's just lore. Yeah. <laughs> but there, people say that Bo Jackson ran a four one something too. So. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by it, by it. So, I mean, yeah, it's. But um, yeah, like uh, it's funny. Like the fastest forty-yard dashes, like it seems like a third of them were drafted by the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> because Al Davis loves some speed, baby. Yeah, he just because he wants to uh, call the uh, um, go route from yeah. the press box. <laughs> he just wants to go long. Uh, I mean, uh, Excuse me, because there's guys like there's guys on there that I mean. Like I mean, these names like Rondell Menendez. No like, idea yeah. who that is. I know four point two four is like not in the league. Chris Johnson, yeah. However, he had a good run. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. really good run for sure. Uh, a guy named Jerome Mathis. He's out of the league. I, mean, I don't long, remember. The yeah, name. He's, he was yeah. a wide receiver out of. Um, well, he went to the Falcons and didn't pan out. Dre Archer hasn't really panned out. No, yet. I do remember Dre Archer. So well, he's with. I think. I think he's still on the Steelers roster. Yeah, he was. He has last really, time. Yeah, I don't, I don't really yeah. remember. He's played in some games, but like, yeah, he's just not really been no. productive. A guy named Stanford Route. I'm like, who the hell was that? Yeah. yeah, he. I mean, he was with within the last twenty years, but yeah. And again, Marquise Goodwin, like he had. Okay. Yeah. He's. Yeah, he had. Uh, he he had to like. What do you have, like 900 yards and like yeah, receiving in 2017 or 18? Yeah. I saw that, but and then, um, but yeah, there's some other guys on there where like one guy's like in the you know, playing for the he was just drafted like a few years ago, and um, well, I don't even know if he was drafted, but anyway, he's playing for the DC Defenders now. Oh, okay, yeah. so I mean, I think they're getting a little bit more wise to the fast to 40 time, not really translating into yeah. success because. I mean, it's really. I mean, it's really something that it's more about football speed and agility and yeah, smarts I mean, and lateral movement. And if you want to look at it, I mean, you can look at some of the best. Let's just take running backs. I mean, if you take a look at probably the top three to five running backs in the league right now, I'm sure that none of them ran a super fast, you know, forty yard dash. So I mean, it's. You're absolutely right. It's not about straight line speed. It's about football speed. Football vision how well you can see the hole how well you can hit the hole so yeah. i mean that's really what it comes down to i mean yeah look at these guys that ran sub four three or just like you know really fast times jalen myrick i mean who the hell's that yeah <laughs> he, he was drafted by the vikings yeah and he's the one who's now playing for dc defenders oh okay Is that yeah <laughs> yeah so jj nelson you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. J.J. Nelson, he was drafted. He played at Temple, right? I can't remember, but I think he UAB. Played. Oh, okay, yeah. UAB, sorry. Some mid-majors. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was at one of them. Yeah. Um, he was a fifth-round pick in 2015 following a 4.28 run. He notched a pair of 500-plus yard seasons. You know, yeah, productive. Yeah. But long-term, yeah, I mean, he's, he's played in two games last year for the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, Demarcus Van Dyke. 
Um, he was a that sounds vaguely familiar, but Miami, not, yeah, um, okay, third round by the Raiders, of course, course they yeah, they, had to, they couldn't. <laughs> he's fast. He's got to be good. Yeah. Van Dyke managed twenty five appearances between Oakland and Pittsburgh from twenty eleven to thirteen. There's another guy, Jacoby Ford. Oh, Jacoby. Played for the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Played for the Raiders. They, they fourth round pick by the Raiders in 2010. He never did. He didn't do jack in the NFL. Um, boy, well, he. I mean, he was special teams. He had yeah, a few but that's, kickoffs. But other than that, no. He would only play 38 games in his career. Yeah. Um, and then the one that's like the guy that was blazing that turned out to be a Hall of Famer was Champ Bailey. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was a. That was a solid. Uh, <laughs> but another guy that's like, yeah, the Stanford route guy. He played for the Chiefs a little bit. Marquise Goodwin. Yeah. Um, he's still in the league. I yeah, guess. he's playing for uh, Tampa Bay now. So. Okay, and then um, yeah, Jerome Mathis guy. Yeah, he was with like. Said uh, him. He played for yeah. He was with the, yeah. Dre Archer, Rondell Menendez. Nineteen ninety nine was that guy. Um, Sounds like somebody that the Browns would have probably drafted back yeah. in 1999. Dante Stallworth, um, he was actually blazing fast. 4.22, yeah. but, you know. Um, I mean, he, he had actually a, played 10 seasons. He so. had a decent career and yeah. up until the time he had the thing where he, you know, killed, killed somebody. Yeah. yeah. With his car. His car was weird. Yeah. So, um, wasn't it like, wasn't he down in the Super Bowl or something? Um, it was like it was, Miami or something? It was right after, was it during or right after he was playing for the Browns? Because he was playing for the Browns, and it seems like during or right after that is when it happened. He might have been playing for the Patriots at the time. No, he went to the Patriots afterwards. I don't remember who he was playing for when it happened. But uh, it could have been Miami. That would have made, that sounds a little no, bit more No, it, right. it was with the Browns. Yes. Yeah, okay. I thought of, I, of I course. thought it was when he was still playing for the Browns. I wasn't sure then, but yeah. I thought it was when he was still playing for the Browns. Gosh. That's interesting. I saw a video on Google about that where it says raw video stalwart accident footage release. Oh, wow. I'm not sure I want to watch that. Yeah. I don't want to watch a guy get hit by a car. Yeah, that's not cool. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, so, I mean. Yeah, I guess it was a DUI. Yeah. Hmm. And then I think the Browns cut him, and then he wind up signing with the Patriots shortly after that or something. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, the Combine, like some other notes. Let's see. Like, um, let's see. Jonathan Taylor ran a 4-3-90. Their PO everybody was impressed with him. Like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure. not surprised. No, no I mean, yeah. he's, he is going to have great numbers. He's probably going to get probably a late first-round pick. Yeah, like Jonah Jackson. I saw him. He looked pretty good. People yeah. were impressed with Jonah Jackson. Yeah, he's, that's he's such a great story, man. I mean, if you yeah. th- if you think about where where he was for because he uh, he was a grad transfer, right? I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was at Rutgers for what three or four years and just was really a nobody. And then all of a sudden he comes here for one year, and now he's probably going to wind up being a second or third round pick. Yeah, I think he could have still been noticed just because of his play in the conference and maybe among coaches and like he could have got some buzz but yeah probably not as much right he's not as high profile but i think he still could have made it in the oh, league yeah i mean i'm not saying that he couldn't have it just i just think being here definitely upped his you know profile so oh, yeah for sure yeah um <clears throat> so um i wanted to touch real quick yeah. on um, KJ Hill, because I did see him run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he played, or played, sorry, he ran really well. 
Um, I don't remember what his 40 time was. But 4 6. Yeah, it's not bad. But he ran the gauntlet like a beast. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, some of those guys don't do that no. very well. And that's the one where they run down a yard line. And they want him to kind of see how coordinated, like, they can run in a straight line and just turn their hips and mm-hmm. turn their direction of catching seven passes from one direction to the other. Right. And, um, yeah, he was he was really good in that. Uh, Benjamin Victor ran a really bad 40. I think he was in the four sixes or four sevens, I think, for his 40-yard oh, really? dash. Yeah. I didn't I – I wasn't hearing anything about him. No, I mean, he didn't really super impress. I think he – he measured at almost six five, I think. I, I think he was six four and something. His forty yard dash time, I think, was in the low four sixes. So, okay. um, was a little bit disappointed. Would have liked to have seen him uh, perform a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I heard that. Uh, I saw something where he didn't bench press very well. I was like, well, that's you not think? a real shock. <laughs> <laughs> Guy weighs what a buck seventy five or something. <laughs> I mean, geez, he's not going to bench press that much. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, let's see. Yeah, he's not. He's not even two hundred pounds. Yeah. And. Yeah, he. Yeah, so. Let's see. I mean, they're 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 saying he could just like barely get drafted. Yeah, I don't. I don't know so. if he's even going to get drafted. He may wind up being an undrafted free agent and. Per- he may not last, which is a shame because if he would have put on weight, which I was, I was screaming for years for for him to put on some more weight, and he just never did. I mean, he couldn't do it. I, I don't know if it's just because. My guess is he couldn't because I don't know why the team would actually want him to stay at that weight. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you, guy was a rail man. Watching the gif of his. Yeah, and GIF, he had. Yeah. What you could call, I don't know if you could call them subpar hands, but he would always run into the drops sometimes. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah, probably more his, I don't know so much his senior year. No. He got better. Yeah. Yeah. So, eh, you guess you can only judge the guy more on his last season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But uh, C.D. Lamb looked really good. Yeah, I'm not really surprised by that. Yeah. He's going to be a really good one. And Justin Jefferson. Like kind of the guys that there were like no surprise. Well, I don't know. There were a couple of guys that from smaller schools that, mm-hmm. that looked. I saw people noted that they looked pretty. That Harrison Bryant from the tight end from, from FAU. Yeah, from FAU, who he, won the Mackey Award. I, he I ran think. well. Yeah, four seven. <clears throat> so, um, which is good for a tight end. Four seven. Yeah, the the tight ends don't get a whole lot of love at the combine, or just really, you know. In college, um, in general, we were having a bit of a conversation, you know, about that because tight ends just—they don't really feature them that much, um, in, you know, uh, at the college level. So it's really hard for them to get noticed to really yeah. have a great career because uh, you know a oh, lot yeah. of a lot of the really great ones that you know of now were late round picks or even yeah. you know they actually they weren't even drafted. You know, guys like. Yeah. What um, Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp, mm-hmm. Gates—all you know—all those guys were really late round picks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. College systems don't really know how to. They don't. They're just not. They're more the blocking tight end. Yeah, you just kind of slip them out here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even the most wide open offenses, the guy the most 
recent guy that I think has kind of translated to the NFL when he actually was productive in college was that Mark Andrews from Oklahoma yeah. playing for the Ravens now. Yeah. But even he was a third round pick. Right. That Hayden Hurst got, I think they reached Super That was a big reach for him, yeah. Yeah, Hayden Hurst. Because he was a first round pick, right? Yeah, he's like, he was 20 something. Yeah, and I seen that because I was actually watching the draft that night. I said, What the hell are they doing? That's a. That's a big time reach. I don't even remember where he he played for South Carolina. Yeah, and I, I didn't even like. Yeah, he was picked at twenty five. Yeah, that that was a huge reach because I don't think he's even. He might still be on their roster, but I don't think he's really doing much for him right now. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't even. Because they've pretty much I didn't gone remember to remember him in college, but no, they've pretty much gone to. Uh, the guy's name you just said. I'm sorry. Are you Andrews? Yeah, I mean they've yeah. pretty much gone to him now as their main tight end. Yeah, I guess I mean Hayden Hurst. I mean, see, he left early too. Yeah, wow. Well, plus I think he was really old. Too. I mean, not old, but I mean, I think he, he uh, yeah he left like, and he was like twenty five or twenty six yeah, years old. He was a baseball. Okay, baseball that's player. why then. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, forty eight, forty four catches. Yeah, about thirteen a catch. Yeah. He only had three touchdowns in college. And he was picked that high. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that was a, that such was a, a big reach. I think some of these guys, like some of the teams, they always want to like find that diamond in the rough, and they end up reaching for him. They want to yeah. look smart. Yeah, that one didn't make Ozzy look all that smart. Scouting report or scouting yeah. department. Yeah. You're searching far and wide. Yeah, and and I, you know, and I'm all for teams trying to find that diamond in the rough, but the whole, but the actual definition of a diamond in the rough is when you draft him in like the yeah. fourth or fifth round. You don't, right. you, you don't find those yeah. those guys in the first round because those are all, you know, supposed to be surefire. I know the other players are like, <laughs> sweet. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, our guy's still there. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's like the. Uh, Finding some guy. What's that? What's that movie? Like the air up there. Oh yeah, uh, Charles Gatunga Minor was the basketball player. Yeah, I yeah. I will never forget that name because I watched that movie when it first came when it first came out. Thought that was such a cool name, Charles Gatunga Minor. Yeah, yeah. Find the find the uh, Nigerian uh, center. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the uh, scouting department searching yeah. far and wide. Not one of. Uh, Kevin Bacon's best. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Mystic River was a little better. Yeah, that was a little bit better than the air up there. Um, so, so like Saturday, we had defensive linemen and linebackers. Chase Young didn't work out. No. He's not even running the 40. No. Which, you know, you can't really blame him for, yeah. for that. I mean, We'd like really, to see it. but Yeah, but there's not really there. any kind of reason for him to really yeah. run it. Yeah, De- Devon Hamilton... Had a really good showing. Yeah, um, he's a defensive tackle, number fifty-three for Ohio State. So he he had the high in the uh, the bench press. Wow, thirty-three reps. Yeah, uh, uh, benching two twenty-five. It's always two twenty-five. Yeah. They want to see how many times they can put up two twenty-five. Yeah, and then he also had a twenty-nine and a half inch vertical, which is really <laughs> kind of that's that's. Yeah. I mean. Given his size, that's not yeah. really a shock. And his forty was only five point one four. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, but that that's that's really yeah. good for yeah defensive tackle. Um, Malik Harrison was in there. I was listening to a interview on NFL Network or on NFL Radio with um, the center from Wisconsin. And his name I can't remember right now, but they were talking to him, 
and um, they were asking him who was one of the toughest guys that, or the the toughest guy that he's ever gone up against in his four years at Wisconsin, and he didn't even hesitate. He said Devon Hamilton. He said that guy is a beast. He's he's so hard to actually block, and you can't do anything with. You can't. He said you can't really do much with him. He's just that good. So that's that's um, the guy. He won the uh, Remington. Yeah. Trophy. That's uh, Tyler Biad. Biadish. Yeah. Biadish. Yeah. So that's yeah. A weird name. Yeah. I mean, so that was really high praise from someone like that. Mm. So. Yeah, that's really good. <clears throat> so. Um, yeah, Malik Harrison was in there. Um, showed really well. He did. He was pretty agile in the drills and four point six six forty. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what he's going to do at the next level because <laughs> he has a boom or he has a boom or bust written all over him. Man, I just yeah yeah I th- he he showed improvement this year. Yeah, so I think he got some better coaching. I so. think he's probably more 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 built to probably play the will that. Than um, anything else because he played what here cause, Sam yeah because he played the Sam here I think he's probably probably better suited for the Will um, just because he has that he has he has he has pretty good sideline to to sideline speed and he can probably track down the ball but uh, yeah I'm really curious to see what he is going to do at the next level yeah um, yeah everyone. Was impressed with him. He's on some of those articles where they go, the winners and losers oh, okay. from the draft. He's yeah. on, you know, people thought he showed better than he would or yeah. just, you know, turned some heads. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's. Oh, uh, going back to Friday, um, Justin Herbert had yeah. some pretty nice throws. He was looking pretty good. Yeah. I mean, some of the criticism on him is he sometimes looks like he's aiming to throw. He yeah. like takes some off of it. And there was a couple in the that he looked like he was doing that. He was just, wasn't just letting it rip. Yeah. <clears throat> but he, uh, I think that's kind of the, for everyone. Yeah, that tends to happen. Yeah, it's kind of like they're... He's got a really, I don't want to say funky, but he's got a really odd delivery that I think they're going to probably try to tweak some at the next level too. Um it's his windup is a little bit longer than I think what some teams want. He tends to cock it a little, like he tends to just. It's not. Yeah. It's not like, you know, Tebow where I mean he just took yeah. like five seconds to wind up the ball, but I. I think it's a little bit long, and I was listening to some of the guys on the radio too, and they said something very similar to it, but they but they said it a lot better than I could. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think his. But he's got a great arm, though. I mean, he can make all the throws. That is, that is for sure. So, yeah, from I thought from looked pretty good. He was mm-hmm. um, the knock on him is arm strength, and mm-hmm. I think he was trying to show it off. Yeah, that's what even they were saying on NFL Network and whatnot. He was he was uh, looking pretty good. I mean, all these guys. I mean, nobody looked there. I mean, well, I saw somebody picking on Shea Patterson. Well, yeah, I actually heard that too because I was actually listening to the radio as he was throwing when I was actually driving to work, and they were actually talking about him. And I guess he missed a couple throws during his because I was, and they said a lot of the same things that Shay that Shay is going to give you some really great throws, and then he makes some just bonehead throws that make no sense whatsoever. So yeah, I saw one where there was somebody on like a a slant that he he. Um, missed them by like three yards. Wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah. But um but yeah, he's 
His 40 time was okay. <laughs> 4.67 yeah. for a quarterback. Well, that's actually, yeah, that's pretty good for a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that's not his. You know, he's he's you know, he's fairly mobile. He yeah. Just can't, well, know, it's just like. What somebody had suggested, I don't remember who I was listening to, I think it might have been Bruce Grad. Gradkowski, who was actually on the radio that day, and 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 suggested that he might be a good fit as like a backup to um, Jimmy G out in San Francisco with someone like you know Shanahan, where they run that short West Coast passing game. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I thought that actually might be a really good fit. So he might, you know, he might get I don't know fifth, sixth round pick to him. I could probably see that, or or to somebody who runs a very similar type of offense like that yeah like his grade is is like you know they're you know Howard's saying he's like they project an estimate like what he'll make the end of a roster you know or practice squad or something like that so it's kind of makes sense so yeah um still kind of like you kind of wish JT Barrett could have got on stick stick with the team but I think he's still. I think he's still a practice squad quarterback. I think they still have him. Somebody has rights to him. Saints. I, the last team I knew that he was on was the Saints. Yeah. I think they still have his contract. They he might still have some sort of yeah. deal with the Saints as a practice squad quarterback. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. They'll, and they'll they'll have a shakeup. I mean, they're yeah. Losing, you never know. I think they're losing Hill and or Bridgewater, Taysom Hill and or Bridgewater. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. You might. I would say that they're probably definitely. They're definitely going to lose Bridgewater. Taysom Hill's sort of a system guy there, so yeah. he 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 might be, you know, better off to sign like a one year deal there and just kind of stick around. <laughs> yeah, he's saying like through his agent and stuff where he thinks he's going to be. A, it could be a franchise quarterback. Uh, like, dude, what have you done? Yeah, that's to say that. I mean, you're just. I mean, I'm not saying that he can't, but just like you said, I mean, he, he hasn't shows. shown anything that he can do that yet. Yeah, he's so. basically running, like, college plays. Right. I mean... Like That's what he comes in there to, to do. I mean, he comes in there to run, like, a read option or a... Some gimmick stuff. Yeah. And he's actually... I mean, he's look. He's almost he's almost better as a receiver than he is <laughs> yeah. anything close to a quarterback. No. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's really going to get... He won't get... Uh, much of a look, I don't think, by some teams. I mean, he might get one hard look by somebody who's really, really desperate. But aside from yeah. that, I don't think he's going to get much of a look. Yeah, the um, you see the thing yesterday where um, it's weird. Jimmy Fallon, Julian Edelman, and Tom Brady were all sitting together at the North Carolina and Syracuse game. Oh yeah, the basketball game. I didn't see that. Oh, no. you didn't see it. So no. like Edelman. Edelman, they were the camera was on him, obviously. Uh, yeah, of course. And um, Edelman was like saying to the camera, "He's coming back! He's coming back!" Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Tom Brady just was like shook his head, like he goes, "He's not. He's not." That's like, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, "He's not." Yeah. So that'd be kind of. It's gonna be. And then somebody actually had, and not too much media has found this. Somebody on Twitter had um, filmed. Uh, from behind, yeah. Edelman and Brady, yeah. and there, some, one of them was FaceTiming Mike Vrabel. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. wow. So I mean, I kind of wonder is Brady going to the Titans? Wow. So and he's just like they're just kind of like messing around. And, I mean, I I could see that. Yeah. Um, the other team that I thought about for him was probably Los Angeles, the the Chargers, because because yeah. the, they're going to cut ties with with. Philip Rivers, and they're probably going to draft a 
quarterback in the first couple rounds, so they may want somebody just to kind of, you know, hold the fort down until that kid is going to be ready. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you kind of wonder. I mean, a lot of people have the Chargers taking Herbert, but it's like, man, it's like the Chargers, I don't know what their window is for winning. It seems like they got a lot of talent right Mm -hmm. now, and they're just like, they just need somebody to come in there and not turn the ball over. Yeah, which is all that Phillip Rivers has done for the last season and a half and you take a risk with a rookie and you're going how is this going to work it's like yeah maybe they could draft a guy and then they sign Brady yeah and that's a lot of money at quarterback but but that's the way you got to do it yeah that's what it's going to have to be so I mean that that's just what I was thinking about it that's what made the most sense to me right now but you know Tennessee makes some sense too I mean uh because they're probably going to cut ties from Mariota. And Tannehill did a really good job for him uh, in the second half and in the playoff game. But um, I just don't know if he's really the long-term answer. They have to, they have to re-sign Henry. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they have to re- They have to. They, have they to might franchise him. him. Yeah, they could. I don't know what that's going to look like now because the new CBA is, you know, in the process of hmm. getting started. I don't know what the what the – franchise tag is going to be because if they sign the new because if they sign the new CBA then it automatically overtakes the oh immediately yeah so Uh. it's going to overtake the one that is in the final year so I think that's what some teams are actually waiting on yeah um, before they want to franchise somebody yeah there's there's a March 10th date for when all this starts yeah so that's next Tuesday? Yeah. Not this, not two yeah, because the third is on Tuesday, yeah. so yeah. Nine days. So. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the tenth. So that'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah it's going to be a lot of, it's always interesting, like, to see what, there's always these reports of guys coming and going, and they, like, you know, they're not going to hold a sources say. They're not going to, you know, you hear about Joe Schobert from the Browns. And yeah. He's not going to be re-signed or, He's going to be on his merry way. And well, nobody knows for sure. He's no, but he's wanting he's yeah. wanting ten plus per year. Yeah, and, which he's probably worth that. But I don't think that the Browns want to really pay him that much. I think they're really trying to save their money for free agent um, tackles because they really need some bad. So yeah, I mean, hopefully they can get somebody in the draft. Like uh, the guys that look good were Mackay. Becton yeah. and Tristan Wirfs. Wirfs, yeah. yeah. I don't even know how to say his last name. If it's if it's Riffs or Wirfs or what? I think it's Wirfs. Oh, it's Wirfs. W-I-R-F-S. Oh, okay, yeah. Let me say Wirfs. Yeah. yeah. But those guys look pretty good yeah. in the combine, so. I would be perfectly fine with, you know, Cleveland taking him at 10. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Wirfs. Mm-hmm. He, was, he had some really good tape on him, too. So. Yeah, they should be able to get one first-day starter yeah. at tackle. Uh, from there, who knows? But <clears throat> yeah, so it was the beyond uh, portion yeah, of the show. <laughs> beyond the Buckeyes, there. So uh, we can go on to Buckeye basketball. What yeah. um, takes up? That's a lot of discussion. We're yeah. just. Do you want to mention um, Ryan Day? Oh yeah, we might as well do yeah. that. Um, so Ryan Day got a contract extension this week. Um, Three year extension, I think, is what it was. Yeah, uber rich contract. Yeah. So it was a three-year contract. Let's see, 
right now, let's see, at the time when he replaced Urban, 20, December 2018, he had a five-year contract worth $4.5 million per year. So the new deal takes his salary to five, like $5.375 million retroactive to February 1st. That's a lot of verbiage. Yeah. His annualized rate will go up to $6 million beginning July 1st this year. So the university will also contribute a million to his retirement fund on December thirty first, <laughs> which is funny. It's just yeah. like, it's like, like yeah. you, you know, it's like you need to toss in an extra mill for your <laughs> retirement. It's like you're making that much money. Hopefully, you're not squandering it. Like, not to yeah. mention whatever money he is probably going. <laughs> I forgot to turn my phone off. Damn it. Hold on, news just in. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news coming in. Breaking right news. Now. Oh, jeez, I've got to turn my phone down. So, yeah, he, we'll just, I don't know, we don't have to edit that. No, that's okay. no, it's fine. So, <laughs> Mike, Mike's like Adam Schefter. Yeah. <laughs> I got my phone going off right now. Just sources calling. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, so they, uh, the university is tossing in a million for his retirement fund, but it's like, it's just kind of funny. Yeah. It's like, you're making six, seven, eight million dollars a year. It's like, you think you contribute to your own retirement fund just fine yeah I think <laughs> you would probably be be a be, you'd probably be okay at that but no yeah. they're gonna throw them mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna throw them that extra million which okay so uh yeah so like through 2022 is like an increase to 7.6 mil which i puts him up there probably puts him up there with um Saban and those guys in the, in the neighborhood of Saban. Ferentz has always made that much I, which i can't to this day, I don't know why he makes that much money. I don't know. He, he maxes their, you know, their recruiting classes yeah. to eight and four records. <laughs> so I mean, that's 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 their standard. So yeah, um, the Swinney's probably up there, like around that ballpark of eight nine mm-hmm. million dollars a year. And then the players play for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not free. But no, anyway, but yeah. you know. Yeah, no, that old that old song and dance. So, um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So we got him. Congrats to coach for that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out. They always say extension, but it's like he was already in a contract. Yeah, he was already so in a five year. So I don't know. So. It doesn't really say what he's locked locked up for. Like what he's signed. I always say it. All I see is through 2022. Yeah. So I don't know if they just reworked what was already there. Probably like, did, I but I, don't know. I mean, I don't think it even really matters because yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> contracts are not really contracts nowadays. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. they can be fucking tore up and rewritten and everything else. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, good for Brian Day. And I, I mean, I don't see any sign of. I mean, the recruiting still doing high. I mean, I yeah. think I think that was the thing they kind of wanted to make sure of. The yeah. recruiting wasn't going to fall off, and so far it's looking just as good, if not better, than Urban's last year yeah. too. So, just a real quick note too. I did hear this. So the Buckeyes had the number one recruit in the country this year in Julian Fleming. Next year's class, they also have Jack Sawyer, who was the mm-hmm. number one recruit in the country if he stays which he is i mean you know jack sawyer is not gonna you know he's not gonna all of a sudden you know uh change course and go somewhere else if that does happen it will be the first time ever that a school has gotten back-to-back year years of the number one recruit in 
the nation. So, and he's in Pickerington. Yeah. So, which is uh, interesting. Yeah, he he played quarterback and defensive end. Yeah, he he had to play quarterback because they had um, the injury. They, yeah, they had oh, okay. two of them to their oh, okay. to their starter and to their backup. So I don't even I don't even know if um, he actually made any throws or if he just came in there and you yeah know, right hand the ball off. Yeah, I think that was all he did a few times. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind of cool if he's a yeah number one player out of Pickerington North. Yeah. Yeah, Pickerington North has just a lot of talent. They're I a mean, football factory, man. Yeah, I mean, I even saw it with, like, basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have – I know that when they, at one time they had they had Lorenzo Styles mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. Lorenzo Styles is a linebacker, DN, yeah. kind of hybrid under the John Cooper Buckeyes. Right. So I know they had him. He was Lorenzo Styles Jr. Junior. or something. I don't know if yeah. he switched. I think he maybe he left. They also so the Buckeyes had a basketball player. His name escapes me right now. Probably within the last three or four years, that was a big time player here. Um, that was from uh, that was from Pick North. Um, anyway, his name escapes me right now for some reason. I don't know why. Lorenzo Styles Jr. committed ended up committing to. Um, Notre Dame, oh, probably okay. because he's a wide receiver, and they had so yeah, much they already got way talent. too many there. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't blame him. No. So, um, but yeah, he's kind of a slight wide receiver too. Oh he's yeah, not, not built like his dad. <laughs> his <laughs> dad was a yeah. His dad was like two fifty. Like yeah. Was, his his Lorenzo Styles Junior. is one six one one seventy. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of a small guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So. Yeah, Pickering in North, we saw, like, my son was playing middle school basketball. Yeah. I saw that he was in, in the eighth grade. He was in seventh, but I saw the eighth grade game. Yeah. Where um, his, his school was playing Pickerington. It was one of the Pickerington schools, right. middle schools. And they had guys throwing alley-oops in the eighth grade. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. I mean, they looked, they looked like they were already in college. Good man. It was like they were even in high school. <laughs> they were like guys that were like. Already six four, six right? four, and, yeah, two hundred twenty pounds up there yeah. throwing down alley. Yeah, I don't know what's in the water. I, don't know. I think it's a lot of ex college athletes mm-hmm. settling down in that. Oh area. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got kids. It's just in the blood. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's a really nice place to uh, to raise a solid athlete. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think they got a lot of lot of facilities in yeah. the area. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of money, a lot of facilities, a lot of. Well, things are easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Your kid, I mean, Devon Hamilton. Yeah, he's from Pickerton. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so um, somebody was telling me that knows that family. I think I forget who it was. Anyway, somebody that was kind of in the know um, about high school football and stuff yeah. like that. I guess Devon Hamilton. Like they've just been training. That kid's been training since he was like pee wee. Like, wow, he's just been like dedicated to football. Yeah, yeah. So it's no surprise. I mean, I mean yeah. I mean. That's actually what it takes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I mean, you just gotta start them young and yeah. hope that they have a solid love for the game. Yeah, he's just been out there training in the off season. Just as when he was like twelve, he was just like constantly doing drills. And yeah, he's like yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Big sacrifice, but as long as they like it, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, hey, more power to them. So, um, all right. Anyway, so Buckeye basketball. So we're recording this before on Sunday before the they play Michigan. Yeah. So you know um, we can only just make predictions that will in a few hours come true uh-huh. or not, and of hopes and 
um, that they play like they've <laughs> like been they, playing lately. So, yeah. so I mean, you can only talk about the Michigan game within hours of that tip off. So, um, so we were hoping to record it later, but I got something going on, so we'll record it before and yeah, whatever. Yeah. So we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I found some stuff that was interesting. I mean, they played this week. They played Nebraska. That was the only game this week. Right, they had yeah. a good break from what Sunday to. They played Sunday against Maryland. Then they played. Oh, we, we didn't talk. Did we talk about that? Yeah, because we yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, we recorded Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, they had a, like a four day break there, mm-hmm. and they played at Nebraska. Got the W. Looked good all game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they really looked like in the game. The game wasn't ever in doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they won so. by what uh, twenty points. Yeah, something like that. Seventy-five to anyway. fifty-five or something um, in that range. Yeah, yeah, something like a seventeen. Yeah, yeah seventy-five, fifty-four, twenty. Okay, okay. So, so yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, and that game um, was actually maybe Caleb Wesson's best game. Yeah, yeah, in a weird way, like he didn't. He was field goal. I mean, he was just three of ten from the field. We only shot two threes. Thank he, God. He went to the line. 13 shots from the line which is really good which means that's he's what you want from low. him yeah and he had 18 rebounds which was like that might high. be his best for the season yeah. it might be his career high it could be that too yeah um, so I was looking to see like there's no real there's no real super correlation between him and a double double and their success okay which certainly doesn't hurt um, no it has you know, I was I was looking for that. I was curious. It's like when they when he has a double double, is that when they're their best? Yeah. It was like, you know, it was just kind of like consistent with like their record. You know, it's like yeah. So it was like you know, of course they're going to be usually. I mean, he had a double double in that first Wisconsin game. He actually played well, and they still lost by yeah. You know, twelve yeah. points is kind of weird. He was the only thing that was like going well for him actually. So. Um, there, yeah. So, like, um, let's see who else had a pretty good game. C.J. Walker played well again. Yeah, which is really great to see. I mean, because he's been playing really well for the past week and a half, and it's the right time for him to start taking over that role as a solid point guard. So, it's really good to see. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed in that game. Maybe I mean, it's kind of, you know, you win by twenty-one, but you kind of still want to see things be consistent in in different ways. Like Muhammad and Washington did not get to the line at all. No, which they did on a really um, on a really consistent basis. Their last game against Maryland. So um, yeah. you really want to see them do that more. You really want to see them go to the hole and you know really attack more. And they just didn't do that. Yeah, they didn't shoot well from three. Washington, Washington kind of went ape shit from three. He's like really shot ten times from three. It's like out of your fourteen shots. Yeah, like eh, it's, come on. I mean, he's a good three point shooter, but you don't. I mean, you don't really want anybody to be shooting that many times from the arc. He so. went four of ten, and he made five total shots, and four of them were from three. It's like yeah. let's get to the hole. Like, yeah. Like a little bit, like him and Muhammad should get to the line. Yeah, they they are, and I've been saying this ever since we started. They are, they are not consistent three point shooters. They are solid mid range guys. That's what they do. They shoot the the probably ten to fourteen foot jumper, and they go to the hole. That is when they are at their best. So yeah, um, yeah. Luckily, Nebraska shot worse than we did from three, yeah. <laughs> well, and they out rebounded. Nebraska, 
by 15. Yeah. I mean, usually if you win the battle on the boards, you win the game. Yeah. Nebraska's, I mean, it's, I'm glad that we won by, you know, 21 points, but that's not really a, I mean, it's not really a, a solid no, test no. because Nebraska's they're just, horrible. yeah, they're just not a very good team, so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just some things, even in the wins, you kind of want to see some things, like you want to see them trend in the right ways. Like some of those games that they won, who won four or five in a row, there's like still some wins in there. You're like, yeah, they kind of look like shit in the mm-hmm. second half. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you're still, you're not, we're really feeling all that warm and fuzzy. No, and, and there's only been a few games where I've thought that we completely dominated from start to finish. So, um, and it just, it's so inconsistent still with this team. I mean, I'm, it, you, it's hard to really, Complain about a nineteen and nine record right now. Um, you know they're going to win, you know twenty games, but it's just they're they're capable of so much more. Yeah, um, yeah. When they do kind of just say all the right things, I mean, say that about anybody. It's kind of stupid blanks blanket statement. Yeah, it's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> if you play well, you win. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Coach. That's <laughs> great analysis. So it's kind of like they play to their strengths, you know, mm-hmm. and not get out of what they are good at. So yeah. it's just like you know, um, I, you know, ISO ball, like kind of like good ball movement. Not try to when they you know have a point when when Walker is driving and kicking, yeah. and when he plays the point like he you know is capable of playing it. Just you know, solid sound. Don't you know? Don't force shots. You know, yeah, that sort of thing. He needs to be, and he's shown it a couple times. And I don't want him shooting the ball eight to ten times. That's not what I want from him. He needs to. I mean, if he is, those have all got to be drives or you know, yeah. you know, short little floaters or something. Yeah, he. He's see, um, in this last game, he. I think he had. He was five of nine. Um, he shot yeah. three three pointers, uh, one of three. Went to the line twice, made all four shots. Yeah. So it's kind of like five rebounds, three assists. You know, I would like turn the ball over one time. No, I, you know, yeah. I mean, so he's turn the ball over. No, and that's great. And, and those numbers are good. I would take those, except for I would like him to have a few more, um, a few more assists. Yeah, sure. So I mean, but uh, you know, aside from that, that's Actually, you know, they didn't even have any assists in that game. It was kind of weird. Yeah, it was like, a lot of ice ball. That. That yeah, six six assists. That's okay. Yeah, weird. that's yeah. not acceptable. You need to be able to actually yeah. share the ball better. Yeah, so it's kind of a weird, weird uh, overall team performance. Like they should have. It's kind of strange. So, that's why um, I said. I mean, I think if they would have played that way against somebody else, then they might have actually lost that game. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. One some of the stuff I found was kind of interesting um, were some stats I found on SportsReference.com and and I had to kind of like sort stats and kind of dig dig a little bit. But so some interesting stuff like it's kind of like not it's not surprising, but it just kind of tells you mm-hmm. this team you know. So, so something that's kind of obvious you could probably say this about a lot of teams, but. They're sixteen and one when they shoot thirty six percent or higher from three point range. Yeah, so it's kind of obvious. But there's some other stuff like um, so Caleb Wesson. So for when he has eight rebounds or more, that's kind of you know when he's like kind of living down there. Living when in the post. Eight, yeah. When he has double digit points and eight rebounds or more, they're fourteen and four. And um, 
He's 10 and 2 when he has a, like an actual double double. So 12 out of 20, like he should be having more double doubles. He should, yeah. Because, like, but on. he never has that. He still has games where he wants to scoot from outside the paint, start to shoot yeah. those threes or the mid range shot. And he, mm-hmm. he needs to be able to, somebody needs to grab him and say, this is where you are. This is where you should be. Keep your ass on this block. <laughs> yeah. Stop floating outside the block. Yeah. And it's just. He's I, picking and popping and not rolling. Yeah. Yeah. He reads the pop, but he's got he's getting better. He's he's kind of you don't see somebody must have talked talked to him because I haven't seen him shoot more than like two or three no. threes yeah. lately. He was trying to get into like shooting eight a game. <laughs> <and stuff like. laughs> Caleb Curry, you know. Yeah, no, he he needs to be inside the paint and just live in there. Put up a tent and keep his ass inside the paint. That's where he needs to be. I mean, if he wants to. Scoot out and occasionally pop for a twelve foot jumper. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. This last game against Nebraska, he was ten of thirteen from the line. So he, you know, he was living down there. Yeah. So you know, he wasn't getting fouled on jump shots. No, <laughs> no, no one's even going to guard him on a, on a jump shot. Yeah, yeah. He's sixteen points and eighteen rebounds and ten of thirteen from the line. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, so another interesting stat was they are eighteen and four. So 18 of their 19 wins when their opponent has turned the ball over 10 or more times. So their defense is super key. I mean, they, they're they 18-4 and four when their opponent, their opponent, not factoring in their own turnovers, but when, they're, when they turn their ball, when they turn the opponent over 10 times or more. Yeah, and, you know, it's sort of, you know, it's sort of, Cliched and corny, but I mean, if you want to win, you got to play defense, and, and and that's that's what it takes. I mean, and it, it's really frustrating too because their best perimeter defender is probably Luther Muhammad, and when when he's not shooting the ball well, he tends to not play as strong of defense because he wants to. I, I don't know what it is, but he wants to be this solid all-around player playing really solid defense, which I think he does take a whole lot of pride in, but if he's not shooting the ball well, he tends to just sort of focus in on that more rather than focus in on playing D, and then the shots will actually come to you. So, yeah. um, But, I mean, when he's playing lockdown D, I mean, he actually forces a couple, you know, a turnovers each game. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's just like – it. Yeah, it was interesting to see how many games they had where, I mean, they were just, I mean, it didn't even matter how many times they turned the ball over. I mean, it does, but, but you know, uh, see, I mean, the one that was, it was kind of a sloppy game was that West Virginia game mm-hmm. um, in December, late December, between Christmas and New Year's. That's, that might be the one, is that the one where... Kyle Young did not play. Yeah, Kyle right? Young didn't play. Or no, I think the first game he didn't play was against Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So yeah. that was the neutral side up in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, they that was a really sloppy game. There were 37 turnovers between the two teams. Yeah. <laughs> and that game, too, was weird because, yes, we played sloppy, but West Virginia <laughs> had a kid who uh, normally averages, like, you know, six points, and he went off for, like, you know, for, like, 24 points or oh. something. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those games where some kid just just goes off and you like. He's probably from Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, remember the guy um, that played for South Carolina football? Oh, yeah, yeah. Games, like, yeah, just, I know like, what you're talking extra, about. 
Yeah, he's just some like white running back. Yeah, that and, went off because he was all that extra motivation. Like, yeah, that was years ago. But yeah, yeah no, that was, it was a, like Lou Holtz's South Carolina. Yeah, Gamecocks. That was embarrassing. Oh yeah. my gosh, that was awful. So like Cooper's like. It's like, really, we can't make adjustments on this no. guy, really? <laughs> no, no, nobody going to step up, huh? Okay, you're fired. Yeah, you're fired. We're tired of this crap. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but anyway. So, yeah, we'll see what the high State Buckeyes do this afternoon against Michigan. Uh, yeah, you got to got In one of those home games, you got to win those home games. Take yeah. advantage. So. I, this game should be, I don't want to say should be fairly easy, but, I mean, no, typically not. No, but um, if they play their best ball, then they are a better team. So, yeah, yeah, I think um, best versus best. I mean, yeah, they should be able to. They should be. Michigan's retired though, which is interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't they, know what um, that's all about. Um, let's see. You know, they lost their last game. I mean, um, I think uh, Michigan is still kind of getting credit for that strong start that they had where they started like I don't know 8 and 0 or a 9 and 0 and they beat a couple good teams but they've sort of they've sort of fallen off a cliff here lately but they haven't really given them the the big solid drop in the in, you know in Yeah, the ones 5 in a row including uh against uh, Yeah, I mean they beat uh, they won they beat Sparty at home Okay. They won five in a row before that. They, yeah, everybody else is like Northwestern, Indiana, who's okay. They're kind of Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Rutgers, um, Purdue. Uh, so, again, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, and they lost to Wisconsin here. Wisconsin's like just surging right now. Yeah, so, they're I mean, on a roll. Yeah. That's um, for sure. Yeah, they're 11 and 6 in the conference. They're 18 and 10 overall, but they're 11 and 6 in the conference. They're. Almost tied for second in the conference, and it's it's funny. They won five in a row. Yeah, so um, yeah, the conference. I mean, they're, right now there's Maryland and Michigan State. Michigan State beat Maryland last night. Um, you know, fairly, I say handily, but they were up double digits under a minute left. And um, so now there's only a one game difference there, and then you got half game back. Everybody half game, <laughs> yeah, one game. Buckeyes are two games, three games back out of first. Um, they get Michigan State before the, the regular season's over. So, but, you know, hey, one game at a time. Yeah, so, I mean, we've got Michigan and then Illinois at home, and then we close out at Sparty. So, yeah, yeah, um, so. it's a real good shot to finish out. You know, th- they could definitely win all those games. But, yeah. I mean, they're going to have to finish strong. Um, you know, it. If you win those last three games, you got a real good shot at getting to at least third, I, I think, in the conference. Or maybe second. I don't know if they can get to second place, but um, they might be able to climb up to third and get a fairly decent seed in the tournament. So, yeah. In the, you know, uh, conference tournament, not the NCAA. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, look at, I mean, they're in a decent spot here. I mean, seventh. Right now, they're seventh in the Big Ten. Right now, they're the way if the season ended today, they're playing on Thursday versus Indiana um, in the be, Big Ten tournament. Yeah, and so, but they got some, they got some ability to get up, you know, maybe as high as, I mean, realistically, maybe they can get up to the four seed. Yeah. Know? So, which 
I would take that. I mean, all things you yeah. know considered, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, I would take a four seed in the tournament. So, yeah. um, and you know, they're probably going to wind up regardless of the Big Ten tournament, unless they actually be, unless they unless they actually win it. I mean, they're probably going to wind up as a six, somewhere between a six and an eight seed. In I would guess Good. in. Yeah. So, I mean, if they finish really poorly, then they're going to wind up as like a 10 seed. So, yeah. it's, yeah. I mean, they are going to make it. It's just a matter of where they're going to be seated at now. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, gosh, I hope they don't finish with 12 losses. Yeah. We're counting the tournament loss or something. It's like, yeah. Not lose three more games. No. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, it'd be nice for them to get one of those seeds, like the five or six. At least it can move up another seed, so you know they can um, play one of the like Wednesday teams, mm-hmm. like Northwestern, like right. bottom bottom teams. Uh, yeah. So, but eh, you know, you got to win no matter what. Yeah, so. we'll see what happens. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, but you know, we'll do it for this this time so yep. this show. So um, yeah, follow us at Beyond Buckeyes on Twitter. We're getting good decent yeah, like, amount. Yeah. followers just getting but we just need people to listen to the podcast yeah you know so. it's it's just it's that weird time of the year where not many people are actually looking to listen to a quote football podcast yeah. so yeah 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 but yeah and like nobody's getting that fired up for basketball until march so. right yeah I mean, so even even then i don't know how much i mean how much media like hot media coverage is there for college basketball online or people listen to podcasts no there's not that many podcasts out there that are strictly you know college basketball i mean i'm sure there's some out there but yeah there is but you don't see a lot of popularity it's not like i don't think like even on on radio there's not like a lot of buzz i mean right now even when you turn on to um to espnu radio they're still talking about you know they they talk about the big games in in college basketball but then they're still talking about the offseason for you know football and everything else so i mean there's just there's, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There, there isn't a whole lot of talk football about. gets more buzz yeah. by far yeah. so so yeah so um i guess what i was thinking about this we'll probably give another mention to the guy who does our intro oh yeah uh, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, absolutely but I, I don't know if he he never gave us a, like a handle on no twitter or anything that he has no i don't think he does to reach out to him or, yeah um so. We did have another friend of ours who asked Kyle to do their intro too because Kyle's actually really good at it. So um, if you guys listen and you want to get some contact info for Kyle because he does a whole lot of you know a voiceover stuff. So um, yeah. if you want to, then you know send us a message on Twitter or somewhere and we can actually get you in touch with him. Yeah, yeah, we'll relay that. So. Yeah, yeah, he did. Hopefully, uh, yeah, I know we liked what he did for us. So yeah, sounds and, um, sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and if this thing gets to where we actually want it to, he's going to do some other stuff for us. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be great. So, all right, well, uh, that does it, and go Bucks, and we'll talk to you in a week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>